Hi, welcome to the Your Adrenal Fix podcast, where we help exhausted and burnt out adults learn the truth about adrenal fatigue so that they can get their health back quickly. My name is Dr. Joel Rosen, and I've suffered with my own adrenal fatigue problem, and now I've made it my mission to tell the truth about adrenal fatigue so that we can get to the root cause of your problem and really teach you how to put the puzzle pieces together so that you could tap into your hidden energy reserves and have all day energy. So this podcast is is for anyone who's struggling for years or feeling overwhelmed and burnt out or you're just feeling stuck you're going to get cutting edge information from all our different guests in different respected health fields to give you those important tidbits of information so that you can actually act on them and improve your health join us for our podcast i know you will enjoy it All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of your Adrenal Fix podcast, where we teach exhausted and burnt out adults the truth about their health so that we can get them their health back quickly. And today, I'm really excited to be joined by Tobias Siegel. He is the co-owner of Promo Life and Pure O3, which both specialize in health-related ozone products. Promo Life provides high-quality USA uh, made ozone therapy equipment and Puro 3 provides high quality USA made organic ozonated oils. Tobias is the lead product developer for both companies and he takes the time that's needed to speak with his customers to figure out what is being demanded in the marketplace. He grew up in Montana and eventually settled in Arkansas where he attended the University of Arkansas. And after college, he co-founded Pure 3 while working for Promo Life and Effect and really settled into what he loves doing. The positive natural health influence that came from his parents was a big influence on his life. And he just is, I guess, wrapped up in, in the world of ozone. So Tobias, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate your time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited because one of my actual coaching clients recommended that I do a podcast on ozone and I'm familiar with ozone. And uh, what I wanted to do today was just give the listeners, especially those that are exhausted and burnt out and looking for answers beyond just what other supplements I got to be taking or being told yet again that there's nothing wrong with them. So I wanted to just go down that world of ozone and and the therapeutic benefits. But before we do that, you and I had a conversation about how you got started on it and and the trials you've had or what you've seen with with your father. So maybe give us a little insight on why you got involved in the world of ozone. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I mean, it really did start with him, like him being fatigued him having energy issues. And so, you know, and that seems to be such a struggle for so many people. And, you know, it it took him a while to figure it out. I mean, of course, it was, you know, obviously had a lot to do with his adrenals. He had some candida issues. You know, what he really had to focus on was, you know, fixing his diet, cleaning it up. But ultimately, that that, all that stuff works. But, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't fully fix the problem. You have to almost add something extra to make it work. And so... He, he really was doing some research. He gravitated toward the idea of ozone. And this is like in the early 2000s. This is like way before people even really knew about it. And so, I mean, it was, it was becoming somewhat, you know, known, but very rare compared to, compared to now. And so, you know, he started doing these things with ozone where you actually add ozone to the body. And you, can, you can do this thing called rectal inflation, as, as weird as that sounds. I mean, a lot of people you know, do enemas. So it's essentially the same thing, but we're using gas instead. 
So he did rectal deflations and he also did this thing called ozone saunas, which is also referred to transdermal ozone therapy. And basically what we're trying to do is we're trying to get the body to absorb high purity ozone uh, into the body and it gets in the bloodstream. And what this is doing is, especially for his issue, because he had candida, you know, he had overgrowth and it stimulates the body. It helps, you know, eliminate some of that candida growth and it almost puts your immune system into a more balanced state. I think the whole idea of, of oh, boosting your immune system, that's almost the wrong terminology. Sometimes we want to balance out our immune system more than anything. And so it helped balance out his immune system. He obviously went on a, a better diet that didn't have the sugars and the other carbs with it. So when he, when he comboed all that stuff together, he noticed a, a massive increase of energy and it really, really set him up to believe that, wow, ozone is a real therapy that everybody should be looking at. And honestly, the amount of people that I talked to about ozone, like these are people who have gone through the medical system who have basically been told, oh, there's nothing we can do. And so they come and they finally ask, start asking questions about all these other therapies. And ozone seems to be that, that top one, that like within like the top five that a lot of people start gravitating toward because it's so effective. I don't, I don't typically like calling it the silver bullet because I think you have to do other things with it, but it's, it's one of the more powerful methods that you can incorporate that shows a lot of benefit, you know, modulating the immune system. It can go after viruses and bacteria, which Personally, I think viruses are a big contributing issue with a lot of people, you know, bacteria such as Lyme disease and other things like that. You know, it can really set your body up to help fight it off so much more effectively. Yeah, no, that's some great insight. I, I, I think we talked about this as well when we just were, were kicking the tires to get this together in terms of doing a, a conference and talking about what I felt was the biggest biohack was how our body utilizes oxygen. And yeah. we're either using oxygen for us or we're using it against us, meaning we, we get the cells to deliver oxygen to produce ATP at a higher amount or we don't. And if those that isn't happening, typically oxygen is going to oxidize and really drain the batteries. And I think by imparting a, a, a more pure form of oxygen, you really make up for a lot of that supply and demand that's not happening when you're not using oxygen for you effectively. So before we go down um, a little more of the rabbit holes, so with all that prehistory of with what you experienced with your father, at some point, did you say, hey, this would be like a good business opportunity or like what was the transition into like, okay, let's open up uh, two companies here? Yeah. So, I mean, of course, I mean, we, you know, uh, my, my dad actually was the one that started the company. So, um, you know, got to learn from him, you know, he was into ozone and what we really, what we really saw more than anything was, you know, the ozone therapy side, you know, it had, it had a few people doing it, but there wasn't really a, a, a professionalism about it. You know, some companies were great, but there was definitely a lack of like high quality equipment, you know, I'm, I'm also big on presentation, you know, we've got to make our stuff look nice. Like nobody wants to, to buy something and it's like just falling. It just looks like it, you know, came out of, you know, wherever, like we got to make it look nice. We have to have solid instructions that actually teach somebody how to use it because, you know, ozone gas, it's incredibly powerful, but you still have to use it properly. If you use it, if you misuse it, you can, you can have issues. And so like instructional support, 
you know, ease of use products that make sense, you know, products that actually do what they say they do. You know, the big issue with ozone generators nowadays is, is, you know, how much ozone do they actually produce? And so that's kind of the, the issue that we see with a lot of companies, you know, people just slap something together saying, oh, it produces this much ozone. And then when you test it, it turns out that it's not near as accurate as it should be. So, you know, high quality equipment, accuracy, ease of use, and really getting that customer service experience across to the customer so they understand, almost like holding their hand to say that this is a this is what we can help you out with. We've got your back here. You know, you know, we understand this is a new therapy, and you know, some people may not like the idea of ozone, but we're here to help, and we want to make sure you're successful. So that was the big thing that was lacking in the industry, and you know, we saw an opportunity not necessarily to like generate a, like it's not necessarily an opportunity to make money, but really to at the same time help people because of the lack of what was of what was going on in the industry. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the win-win, right? And the old Zig Ziglar, if you help enough people get what they want, you get what you want. And I think that altruistically with the mission of, hey, this is not our first rodeo. Anyone that has gotten the, the ozone on their radar and they don't know what to do, they're going to have very similar questions in terms of what is it? Why should I be doing it? What do I got to be aware of? Yeah. How do I get the best outcomes? Just back on to the regulatory side of things, because you see that a lot with just nutritional companies, yeah. where I, I know some of the companies that I like to use, they use mass spectrometers to actually digitally analyze the the contents of the ingredients to make sure that there's no impurities. And unfortunately, FDA doesn't really police that. So you could be getting stuff that is saying that it's in there, that it's not, or there's a lot of toxic tagalongs or excipients or byproducts. So I guess, has that changed at all in the industry of ozone? Has it been regulated? What What's the pitfalls or the things to be aware of with other companies? Well, I mean, it, you are 100% correct. There is not a lot of oversight by the FDA or organizations like that, nor do we really want that at the same time. Um, so, you know, what we really, what we've learned in the industry is, you know, we, we utilize devices to, to calibrate and monitor our equipment so we know what the output is. But what it really boils down to and what we have to be really be careful of is, is making claims. And so, you know, we, we do have to keep it clean. We do have to make sure that, you know, we don't use the C word, um, you know, the cure word, obviously, because, you know, let's let's get real. Everybody's a little bit different. So as long as we're as long as we keep to the message, we 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 make sure our products are safe. Uh, we really are going to be fine. And that is that's the scary thing is like, you know, with these other companies out there is, you know, we want everybody to be doing it as safely as possible. We don't want anybody to get hurt because as soon as start, as soon as people start getting hurt, that's when the FDA is going to come in and figure out and do something, unfortunately, negative with the industry. And so by by really educating the customer and you know really making sure that they have what they need, we, we're kind of fly, I think the whole the whole natural health thing kind of flies under the radar with a lot of things as long as people are not hurting themselves. And that's the great thing with ozone is it's really hard to do that. You know, obviously there's ways you can, but, you know, as long as you, you know, you, you're, you're good at following basic instructions, you're going to have, you're going to be very, very successful with your therapy. Right. So, and, and again, to the point where your dad wasn't just expecting the, 
the insulation to be a magic wand per se. Um, he was changing his dietary approach. He's doing the fundamentals that would synergistically work with, say, hitting a plateau with not using it, but then also harnessing another tool in your toolkit yeah. that is going to be that much more therapeutically beneficial because you are doing a lot of the things. And I think a lot of people listening to this are doing the basics or more than the basics. Like they're aware of the foods that they shouldn't be eating yeah. or they're, or they're dialing in on their circadian rhythm. There's certainly not a lack of supplements, but yet they're still not solving that next get to the next level. So I guess from, from there, Tobias, when I hear ozone, from uh, just uh, not knowing as much as I'd like to know. I think about, I've heard ozone being used in the dental industry for when they do mercury removal or disinfecting a uh, whatever. So maybe we can springboard as to, okay, well, this is what they're doing there. And yeah. this is what our companies do to be able to bring that technology to your home or to your products. Absolutely. So no, you're 100% correct. So ozone is, is you know, if we look at the actual fields that it's being used in medically and dental in, in the dental industry, well, I'm a huge advocate for dental health, especially with ozone, because we have to look at our mouth. Like I just got back from the dental seminar and, you know, we talked about root canals, we talked about implants, we talked about, you know, how much it can negatively affect our overall health. And you are seeing a lot of dentists who are, are incorporating ozone because, it's a much safer alternative, but at the same time, it's more effective. So if, when we look at all these other sterilizers on the market, such as chlorine, ozone works substantially better and it's a much healthier option. So, you know, when it comes to dental health, people like, I think that's kind of the, that's the big check mark that a lot of people don't look at when they're trying to fix, when they're trying to address health issues. Because first of all, it gets really expensive getting stuff, you know, fixed in your mouth, whether you have you need like new fillings if you have to deal with the root canal if you have you know all these other things it get it gets incredibly expensive so it can be a little daunting for some people but you know that that to me is like a huge industry that ozone is accelerating quickly you know on the medical side you're seeing a lot of uh, practitioners or, or actual doctors they're doing intravenous ozone therapy and that's, you know, really, really cool. I mean, the only way that they can typically do that is they have to be a medical doctor. And so, you know, the laws in the United States do dictate that if the doctor deems a therapy beneficial to the patient, and as long as the patient is accepting with that, they can do it. So ozone therapy can absolutely be done in the United States. And it's completely legal, as long as the doctor deems it as a necessary treatment. And so, you know, that's great because we're seeing ozone therapy help so much with like chronic infection issues, especially when they do it, you know, through, you know, intravenously. I mean, we're seeing a lot of people who have had like, you know, viral issues, you know, long haul viral issues, and it's helping them substantially get them, get them out of it. So, you know, we really have to be very grateful to these practitioners who have taken the, the step forward to do this. And it's really helped put ozone on the map as well, because, I, I love the fact that it's, it's such an available thing for people to, to go get. And there's a lot of other therapies out there, even like for sports injuries for ozone, that ozone's highly successful at. Yeah. And we, we talked a little bit of the, the best and the worst case scenario. You know, I think like in terms of the profession and, and, and that being a canary in the coal mine, as far as if you have a chronic health issue, 
and you haven't checked the boxes of the integrity of your oral biome and infections and mixed metals and mercuries and dead roots and cavitations, and the list goes on and on and on, um, you, you have a barrier to entry breach problem, right? You because do. that goes right into your systemic blood supply. And next thing you know, your whole immune system's challenged. So I think the dental profession deservedly so gets a bad rap for fluoride and mercury amalgams and a lot of procedures, especially like when you and I were talking about um, the um, Weston Price. And I think politically, I, I don't know if you know this, but basically they re like there was a, a big meeting and I don't remember the exact meeting and I don't want to butcher the story, but um, they determined that it wasn't prudent in the dental uh, education uh, training to teach people to be proactive and use nutrition and lack of sugar uh, for for their dietary suggestions because it meant less people in their in their dental chairs. Um, but on the flip side, you are having these early adopters adopt like adopt and undo the mistakes that were made with the good intentions of helping you by removing these these amalgams putting more safer composites in there um, using ozones for disinfecting um, so i i agree with you in the sense that um that it's it's nice to see that we're able to harness a new technology to be able to help people with their health. I, I think you're going to say something in there. So I don't, I want to sort of get oh. your feedback on any of that. Well, yeah. yeah, no, like seriously, like in that your our whole system is set up for profit and, you know, we almost want people to be sick. Um, and, and which is so sad because it, it just generates an unproductive society. And it's just, I, I feel like it just, it crashes us and, you know, it, it's, it just makes us, I don't know. I feel like it's just, it, it's just our, it's the start of our downfall. But one thing that I wanted to mention about the whole dental stuff that I thought was really interesting was one thing I learned recently was, you know, more so about like implants and um, a lot of people get metal implants in their mouth and they've actually done studies and they've taken uh, multimeters. And so let's just say if somebody has a metal implant in their mouth and like a metal rod in their foot from like an injury, they can actually detect conductivity between the two pieces of metal. And so the theory is, you know, if you put this metal in your body, it almost acts as like a battery. And so if you think about putting an implant in your mouth, a metal implant in your mouth, it's literally putting a battery up by your brain. And so that doesn't sound very good to me. And so, you know, the, the, de the dentist that I was dealing with that he was giving this presentation, he pulls out metal fillings. And he says, every single metal filling I've pulled out I've seen narcotic tissue on every single one of them. And so when you think about these, the, this, these infections in your mouth, like, yeah, if you have fatigue issues, if you have adrenal issues and you're doing all these things to try to fix the problem and nothing's working, I honestly think you have to sometimes resort to figuring out is it could be something in here that could be causing the issue because a lot of people just don't connect the dots. People, people, you, we, we really should not be putting metal in our bodies because of what it can do, how it interacts with our body, how it reacts. And, you know, if we, if we have to do implants, you know, there are much safer alternatives to titanium. So it's a good, no, it's a good point. And it doesn't even have to be a different metal in the part of the body it could be a different metal in the mouth. If you've used yeah. a different opposite and you have mixed metals that will outgas and create a battery and, Ultimately, what I feel happens is 
once you have that out gassing or that battery going on, you're draining your minerals, you're leaching them out of your, your teeth and your jaw and your, and your entire mouth. And that's why you're seeing such problems with breathing and airways and arches yeah. and deviations. And then therefore, when you're um, depleted in your minerals, you lead the way for more infections. And next time you, you have a stealth infection and those are reactivating and um, always rehijacking your DNA and replicating. So it does, a lot of it starts with the mouth. And I'm a big advocate on testing your pH to be able to determine. And if you're not able to get to say a 6.6 to 7.2, I have my clients look at their mouth, which is probably a good transition because one of the lines that Pure 3 has is they do the tooth and gum support with, with ozone. And I was going to ask you, um, I guess it's putting the cart before the horses. I wanted to get into, well, what does ozone actually do or what yeah. is it doing? Um, but with that being said, how is the difference, the difference between oil pulling with a pure O3 ozone and a tooth and gum support? What's the difference? I was curious on what is the difference yeah. between the two? Yeah. So, so oil pulling is obviously like in, our, in the Ayurvedic medicine where we're taking, it's almost like a, it's almost like a mouthwash, but except the oil pull is it's supposed to pull out the toxins and so the difference is what we're what we're doing differently is we're adding an ozonated oil which essentially i always like to say it's like an, it's like an oil on steroids or it's like it adds like a big oomph to it and so you know whenever we whenever we ozonate an oil it adds a much greater antimicrobial aspect to it and so it's much better at at killing, and this is a really important, killing the anaerobic bacteria in the mouth. And so we do have good bacteria, we do have bad bacteria, and the, typically our bad bacteria is the anaerobic, which is which gets essentially destroyed in higher oxygen-rich environments. So that, that's a good term to know. So we can kill these, we can eliminate this bad bacteria, and you know we, there is a chance we're going to kill some of the good bacteria in the process, but what we found is that good bacteria bounces back substantially substantially faster. So, you know, I always like to say, you know, like people are always worried about, oh, killing the good bacteria. I'm like, yeah, but you have a lot of bad bacteria too that's, that's taken over. So we have to essentially get rid of some of it so your body can repopulate the proper way. So I think that's a really important way to look at it. But the oil pulling is designed almost to use like a mouthwash. The tooth and gum support is, is for those for the gums that are starting to recede, for the teeth that are hurting, for the infections in the mouth, we apply that directly to those areas. And we can, we can, you know, we can typically use like a night guard. We put it in our night guard, we apply it to our mouth. We can get more long-term exposure with that tooth and gum support and really, really have it soak in and, and kill that infection. So what, one interesting thing with ozone and I, it, it's a negatively charged, it's negatively charged. And so when, when you put it into the body, it tends to attract itself to these positive areas that could be the infection. So it, it almost like, it's almost like a seek and destroy. It, it, it hits your body and it gravitates to the issue of the, the, the part of the body that has the issue. And I think that's why it's so effective, you know, with the ozone gas and even the ozonated oils. No, it's a good point. And, and to kind of piggyback off what you're what you're talking about, and one of the main domino effects that really changed things for me and my people that I talk to is, is oxygen using for you, and that's where you're being an oxygenator, or is it are you an oxidizer? 
And ultimately, when you are creating free radicals, you have that positive charge, right? And when yeah. you bring in ozone, you have that negative charge. So it can directly search and destroy those free radicals that yeah. are basically taking flamethrowers to all the different tissues and cells and chemicals in the body. So, all right. So basically then the, the oil pulling um, with the ozone concentration versus the tooth and gum, tooth and gums more of a keep it on that specific one area, maybe use it for a longer period of time, whereas oil pulling could be up to what, 15 minutes per, yeah. per session, something like, like that. Five, yeah. to, five to 15 minutes. And you, I mean, 15 minutes is a long time, but it, it really is effective if you use it for that long. It can really, a lot of the feedback people say it really improves the overall health of their mouth. And we get, we get great feedback from that. Um, yeah, it's really, really, I mean, it's a, it's a cool product. I mean, I, I like the whole idea, you know, of, you know, there's obviously different grades of ozone therapy, you know, like stuff that's really easy to use, such as the ozonated oils, you know, that's, that's, I always like to view it as like an intro product, almost like a gateway product. And so people can start using ozonated oils and they can see how, how fast it can benefit like their dental health or other issues. And it kind of sparks an interest in their mind, like, wow, this actually worked substantially well. What else in the ozone industry or in the ozone field is there? And they can gravitate and they can see, oh, wow, there's there's people doing ozone IV therapies. There's people, you know, you can do this at home. One of the cool things that I see a lot of people getting into is, you know, there's these things, you can actually inject ozone into the joints, which is really good for uh, sports injuries. And so, um, you know, what it's basically doing is it's just generating a, a healing crisis, you know, in that area and at the same time, reducing inflammation. Um, but what's really fascinating with ozone when we inject it into like a joint or other parts of our body is it actually can disrupt certain types of collagen in our body and the collagen that, that it disrupts is the stuff that produces scar tissue. And so when, when we can, when we hit the, when we hit the ozone gas in these areas that do have the scar tissue, we've, we've, it's, it's weird as it sounds. I mean, this is like outside the medical possibilities, but I, I, it seriously does this. It, it almost like, it's almost like it neutralizes the scar tissue and turns it back into healthy tissue. And this, I think this is really important for a lot of different, you know, things that people deal with, like, you know, sports injuries, even women who have endometriosis issues have great success with ozone therapy. So I think the, the possibilities are, are essentially, you know, there's a lot of different uh, areas to go with ozone that can provide a lot of benefit for the body. Yeah. Not just reactionary, but proactive longevity. Exactly stuff like um, regeneration and um, just arthritis and debris and so forth. Yeah, interesting. Uh, as far as the different grades, I know there was a term that I wasn't familiar with. I had to actually write it down, which was the potential oxonide index. So the yeah. POI. So I know with your, with your um, oils, and we'll get into the um, the promo life and and the different ways and the the analog and the digital ozone generating machines that are for home use that I want to talk to you about. But before we do that, you have the um, this is a two part question. So as far as the POI goes from lower to higher, maybe tell us what the what that means and what the different therapeutic um, benefits would be for each. And then number two is with an ozone based oil, can you still get some of the same benefits if you're not putting it in um, into the bloodstream and you're putting it on transdermally? 
So uh, let's definitely answer those questions. So the POI, which is, we call it the potential ozonide index. And so what we do is we take a plant oil and we can measure the, the three, six, and nine fatty acids in that oil. And so that's used to calculate essentially how much ozone or ozonides that oil will hold. So it tells us like, okay, here's, here's coconut oil, here's olive oil, here's hemp oil. So based upon these POI indexes, we find that coconut oil is a more mild, a more mild ozonated oil. Olive oil is a more is a medium strength oil, and then hemp oil is a strong, a very it holds a lot. And so this is good, you know, because you know you don't necessarily want too strong for certain applications. You might need different strengths for other types of applications. You know, whether it's like a like a beauty application, you might you might want to go with a lower strength oil. A medium strength might be more of a like a rash or like a bug bite or you know something like that or like a fungal outbreak. Uh, a high strength oil might be good for like a wound that really needs to be applied or like a burn or something like that, that really needs to have a lot of healing take place. So there's, there's, there's different applications for the strength of these oils. And then, uh, you know, regarding the, you know, obviously the other question in regards to like, uh, like ozone, um, you know, it's just a, you know, overall using it, you know, it, it's, there's a lot of different uses at home, you know, for, for the ozone gas as well. Um, I think you had another follow-up question you wanted to ask about. No, no, I mean, no, that was, that was good. You, you answered that. So as far as I would have thought though, the, the nerd in me would have thought that like the saturated oils would have been a higher POI, but it's, it's the other way around. Seems like that because the, is, is that correct or? Yeah. I mean the, like the, you're talking about like more like a coconut oil holding more ozone. Um, yeah. but interestingly enough, it, it's, it has to do with the, uh, there's like a formula that you can use. You can look at the omega threes, the omega sixes and the omega nines, and you multiply it by three, and that's going to give you your potential ozonide index. And, and when you ozonate these oils, you do notice that, wow, right. yeah, coconut oil is definitely not as strong as like a hemp oil. And, um, there's a substantial difference and it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, like hemp oil is great for like wound care, um, Olive oil is like that overall go-to for just about everything. It's great for bug bites, great for like eczema, rashes. I almost use it as like a, the best way to use it, honestly. It's great as like a neosporin replacement for, for, those, for those moms or those dads who their kids, you know, get cut or whatever. Don't put neosporin on your kids, put ozonated olive oil on it. It's going to be, it's going to work better and it's healthier. So right. um, it's a much better solution. Yeah, it makes sense now, like those polyunsaturated and those longer chains, like the, the omega nines are going to be longer. So they're just going to have more ability to, to bind that ozone to it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that makes sense to me, though. But I think like where the, the real power is beyond just putting it on topically is, like you said, is that canary in the coal mine with the mouth, the mouth health. And actually, oh, I yeah. just did a podcast before this where I'm big into home testing and pH testing is one of them, but I really like the idea of nitric oxide testing. And then that way using the ozone and being able to actually do pre and post. So you see what your nitric oxide levels are um, before embarking on a, on say a oil pulling or a, a tooth and gum protocol and then measure it after, after. And then basically what you're seeing is 
the ability of the nitrates in your mouth to be reduced into nitrites and nitric oxide and nitric oxide allowing for that vasodilation and i think that's yep. what's happening at some level with the ozone is you're endogenously getting some chemical messengers and uh, modulating an immune response and upregulating um, the attack specifically over here um, so i guess that's a, a good segue into the home version and yeah. um the difference between i mean obviously price is a difference but what are what is analog and digital in terms of how it generates ozone yeah let me i'll definitely answer but i i want to mention one quick thing um you know the way ozone works ozone is technically a vasodilator so it will it will increase blood flow and helps you know just overall blood flow work better so um but you know, that, I think that's an important thing to know. But, you know, back to the homes, the home side, a lot of you can like the cool thing with ozone is you don't just have to go to a practitioner to do ozone. You can do this at home. And the reason why I feel like that's important is, you know, if we look at going to an ozone practitioner, that's great. They do phenomenal work, but you might be three, four hours away from the nearest ozone practitioner and you have to take a day off of work to drive. You know, it's like a literally a, a full day process just to just to get a treatment. So a lot of people are getting into doing ozone at home because they have their equipment there and they can do it anytime they feel like it. They can do it two times a day. They can do it morning. They can do it at night. It doesn't affect their life as far as like having to drive out to a practitioner. And it's also a lot less expensive as well, long-term. So I think that's really important to note. So when we do ozone at home, like the main therapies that we try to do are really our, our overall goal is to get ozone to absorb into the body and into the bloodstream. And the most effective way to do that is through this, through rectal insufflation, where we utilize the blood vessels in our colon to absorb the ozone. Our colon has been referred to as our second lung. So there's some pretty interesting articles out there that shows oxygen absorption through our colon, and it actually works pretty well. So we're, we're basically adding ozone and letting the ozone absorb into our body that way. And it really does. It works amazing uh, for, for anybody who wants to try it. Probably the first thing you're going to notice right off the bat is a, is a boost of energy for most people. Um, and that's, that's I think, the, the huge takeaway when you do ozone. You know, other ways you can get ozone to absorb in the body, you can do, you can drink ozonated water. So you, we infuse ozone into a glass, we drink the ozonated water. That's a great, that's a really easy way to do it. A lot of women can do this other thing called vaginal insufflations where we add ozone gas uh, that way and it just absorbs into the blood vessels that way. Uh, and then one of the other things we could do is it's called uh, a transdermal ozone therapy where we basically apply the ozone topically to the skin and let it absorb that way. So everything that we're doing with ozone gas, our, our end goal is to get it to absorb into our body. And so that's our goal. And all this stuff is really easy to do at home. So, so, okay, so then the digital and analog, just, yeah. just like technology, analog isn't going to be as powerful as, as infusing ozone they're, through the body. They're very body. similar. Like the one advantage with digital is digital tends to be more accurate as far as concentration goes because we can dial into that appropriate setting. Now, we, we see more of our, our dental offices and our practitioners gravitating toward digital because it's a little bit more precise. So depending on what they're doing for their application, they're going to probably need a more precise, especially when doing anything, especially when doing anything intravenously. So, I mean, more, I would say our, our, our at-home groups, they, they really focus on the analog because first of all, it's a great unit. 
And the other thing is it's also less expensive. So, you know, price is a big sticking point for a lot of people. And analog is just as good as digital. It's, it's, it's relatively accurate. Um, and so, you know, if price is a big issue, go with a tried and true analog. They're fantastic. They're a great unit. Right. And then just before we get into what, what we would be looking at, just so people would have sort of an understanding. And I think it always needs to be put into perspective too, right? Because it's a lifetime thing and, but, and what you're spending and what you're not spending, opportunity costs, all the above. However, you could then go ahead and infuse your own oils. Is that correct? So you would be able, now that you have a, a generator, you'd be able to make your own home products? Is, is Would that be yeah, accurate? You you absolutely could. I mean, making ozonate oils, it is a lengthier process. There is some time involved into that. Um, but, you know, when doing this at home, as far as like, I definitely need to go over the cost on that. So, you know, on average, most home people are going to spend around $1,000 to $1,500 for, for a complete system. And so, you know, I think that's a good start. $1,000 is a good starting point. You can get more if you spend, you know, $1,500. And this gives you basically, you know, everything you essentially need to do the majority of these therapies at home. And, you know, the one, the one, the one thing that we do have to go over, and this is the kind of the unknown for a lot of people when getting into this is, Ozone does require to, to, in order to generate pure ozone, it does require the need for a pure oxygen source. And so that can be sometimes the stumbling block for a lot of people. It's like, well, how do I get a pure oxygen source? Like, how do I, what do I do? Well, it's actually a lot easier than what people think. Uh, you know, if you have a doctor who's willing to write you a medical prescription for an oxygen tank, that's a, that's an easy way. That's great. But let's get real a lot of people don't have that luxury. So what's the next best thing? Well, it's, it's actually welding oxygen. So most people don't realize that welding oxygen and medical oxygen, there's no difference in the quality. They're exactly the same stuff. They all, it all comes from the same tank, except one goes into a medical tank, the other goes into an industrial tank. And, you know, the, the other thing that people don't realize is, well, oh, is if it's welding, it's probably dirty, wrong. Welders require high purity oxygen. So their oxygen has to be pure. So it's free of contaminants. And so you literally have a, a, a product that you can walk into a store and say, Hey, I need to get a welding oxygen tank and it'll work amazingly with your ozone therapy equipment at home. And so I think that's a great way to get oxygen. Some people may be uncomfortable with that, but you know, there are other options that we offer, but from a realistic standpoint, that's going to be your easiest, less expensive way to get oxygen. Right. And then just as a, as a ballpark, what are they typically paying for a, if they went the welding route for a tank uh, of pure uh, oxygen that they're going to, you're going to, you're going to pay, you know, roughly, I recommend a 20 cubic foot tank. It's about 18 inches tall and that'll cost you 130 to $150. If you go into a store, some places it's cheaper. And then here's the great thing, a 20 cubic foot tank that's 18 inches tall, that'll last you on average two to three months of, with regular continuous use at home. And to get a refill on that, it's gonna be like 20 bucks. So you literally have a, a really cheap source of oxygen that you don't really have to worry about once you have that welding tank, just go back and get it refilled whenever, whenever you need it. And what they do, they treat it like a propane tank. So when that oxygen tank's empty, you give them the empty tank, they pull another full tank from their stock and give it to you, swap it out. So it's it's a very, like, 
you know, you just have to be willing to do the welding oxygen. It's easy. I get it. Some people don't like that idea, but you know, it's really, it's really the, the most inexpensive, easiest way to go. Highest yeah. quality, easiest way to go. I mean, it comes down to bias to how bad is their problem? You know, I always tell yeah. clients like you don't have bargaining chips at the table when you're, you know, when your life's on the line and you're really suffering and you're going everywhere and no one's giving you answers and you're more and more frustrated and you're taking a lot of supplements and you don't know if they're working. I mean, you got, you don't have the ability to necessarily bargain with the extra little, I guess the, the hoops that you've got to jump through to be able to do it, if you will. So um, as far as you mentioned, like there is a, a couple of, you know, dangers or concerns that if you're not using it effectively or what we call contraindications um, for using uh, ozone, what, what would those be? So ozone in general, just about everybody can use it. I mean, if you look at how ozone operates, our white blood cells naturally produce a small, a small amount of ozone. So our body's familiar with it. Uh, 99.999% of people are just fine with those. I've heard of a few that have reactions, but it's so incredibly rare. Um, the one, the one thing that people do need to be understanding with ozone is it is a gas and it's, it's considered an oxidizer or an irritant. Um, you can do pretty much everything with it. You just can't breathe it. And so as weird as that sounds, you know, we don't want to breathe the gas. Now people are probably going to say, well, well, how am I going to, if it's a gas, you know, yeah, I might accidentally breathe it, right? It's pretty hard to do that because ozone has a very distinct odor. And so, you know, our noses are going to pick up, we can, our noses that will actually pick up 0.05 parts per million of ozone gas, which is an incredibly small amount. It would have to be substantially higher for it to cause any negative interactions with breathing it. And so you're going to realize you're going to be smelling it before, well before you're anywhere near a, a level of, oh, you know, let's not, let's, let's not be breathing. So my rule is like, if you start smelling a lot of ozone, just turn a fan on, open up a window and everything is fine. But the way our equipment is set up, we set it up in a way that is designed to minimally allow any ozone to escape. So your chances of, of breathing too much ozone is virtually non-existent. And so as long as you follow our detailed instructions, you know, we have, we have, you know, video support that we offer. We have uh, live uh, Zoom sessions that we offer free of charge. We can, you know, we can make sure that you're operating properly and most importantly, confidently as well. Yeah. I think it's important too, to, to do some of the legwork where you look at how are you respiring at the cellular level? And I, I really think that that's what's being missed in traditional approaches where we don't look at iron effectively. We don't yeah. look at how copper is available to move things out of tissue. And I think you have to do a lot of the legwork at least at the same time, if not a bit of a head start so that you do get that therapeutic benefit that when you do implement a, a strategy like that, as far as is rectally the only way to insufflate it, or is there other ways to do it? You can, you can, there's a lot of other ways you can add ozone to the ears. That's, that's actually really good for like brain fog and like memory issues. Um, it's almost like drinking a cup of coffee for some people. Um, one of the cool ways that I've been using a lot of uh, ozone is you can do this thing called nasal insufflations where you actually take a small syringe of ozone gas and you hold your breath and it's almost like you're going swimming underwater when you hold your breath, but you push a little bit of ozone gas up your nose 
and you let it sit there for about three to five seconds and then you just exhale it out. And what it's doing is it's basically hitting your sinus passages, which is where a lot of viral replication takes place. And so if we're able to lower viral replication, our chances of getting sick based upon our viral load is substantially lower. So, you know, this is something that a lot of people have been doing lately, you know, in, you know, just if they go out and about for a while, if they go on a, go on a plane, if they go to a conference, you know, really ozone. And this is how ozone, this is how effective ozone is. Ozone's, ozone's so good at deactivating viruses. It's, it just blows my mind. So like, it, it literally will just strip an electron from a, from a virus. And so when you, when you add ozone to viruses, it strips an electron, which essentially deactivates it. And so we're not killing viruses, we're just deactivating it. And it does it within a fraction of a second. And so, you know, there's so much research out there as far as how well ozone works with, with viruses. And the great thing is, and same, same to go with bacteria, you, there's no resistance that takes place. Like bacteria cannot become resistant to ozone because of how ozone kills it. It li literally just blows apart the cell wall of bacteria. And so it's almost, a, it, it just cannot develop resistance. And so that's why ozone, I wish it was more widely used in hospitals. I wish it was more widely used elsewhere, but I think we're seeing, a, we're definitely seeing an uptick in usage because of how effective it is. And it's not gonna go anywhere. Ozone's gonna be here to stay. Uh, and I think that, you know, long-term, I, I, I think it's going to be more incorporated in our mainstream medical system at some point in the, hopefully in the near future, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so as far as you also try putting on your skin and being able to in the mouth and then medically grade in terms of, uh, I guess, uh, infusions, or I guess I had a client the other day telling me that they were doing the where they do the pass and they take out the blood and then they infuse yeah. it with ozone and they put it back in there. Um, awesome information. You were telling me a little bit where we could probably just get into a little bit in terms of the brown gas and the hydrogen. Yeah. So maybe tell us a little bit about what's coming up with that and what you're what what we were talking about. So so I always like to I think there's like great synergistic things that go well with each other. And I think hydrogen is a, is a gas that goes really well with ozone. Hydrogen is an is the, is a it's the smallest molecule it's considered you know it's a very powerful an antioxidant uh it's and uh ozone if you look at it it's an oxidant so you know one thing that we have to realize with ozone it's, it's phenomenal at helping the body but for people who have a lot of uh, additional oxidative stress that they're dealing with they for them to be successful with ozone they may need to counter it with some antioxidants to help their body out of it so that's where i think hydrogen plays a really powerful role um, hydrogen is also viewed as like a macronutrient. So it helps basically everything else work better, if that makes sense. So think about it like this. It's a macronutrient. It almost generates like homeostasis in the body for, for things to start working better. So, you know, prime your body with hydrogen, and then that ozone will follow suit and literally work much more effectively. And so, you know, these are just, you know, tools that people can use. I, I think they're, uh, people are going to be much more accepting to using these. The cool thing with both hydrogen and ozone is once you have it, you literally don't have to get anything else. I mean, we're making hydrogen out of water. We're making ozone out of oxygen. These are like some of the two cheapest substances you can buy. And so that's what I love about these therapies. You buy the equipment, you literally have what you need moving forward for a substantial period of time. You're not running out buying all these supplements. You're not running out getting these IVs that cost $1,500. You're not 
I mean, you're literally, once you have the equipment in place, you're set. And I feel like it's a really good way to take control of your health. Yeah, for sure. So would you be doing, instead of the oxygen concentrator, you would be doing the hydrogen and would you go to the welder to get that too? Or how would you go about getting pure hydrogen? So hydrogen is really cool. So we're going to, we're going to make it using distilled water. So literally all you need is distilled water and we make it through the process of electrolysis. So we're going to, we're going to split the hydrogen off the oxygen. And, and what happens is during that electrolysis process, we're producing this stuff called Brown's gas. And Brown's gas is 67% hydrogen, 33% oxygen. That's literally all that we're, we're actually breathing. And what we do is we breathe it. Okay. So we're going to breathe that hydrogen or we're going to infuse it into water and drink it. And so um, literally it's just distilled water. I mean, I buy, I can buy a gallon of distilled water at the grocery store for about 99 cents and that'll last me for a month. Um, so if you think about the, the, the cost of running these, this equipment, you know, it, it's pennies on the dollar when you look at like, you know, usage. So it's pretty, pretty inexpensive. Do you have to be careful though, Tobias? Like I know with hydrogen water, like especially they have hydrogen water tablets. And I know a couple of colleagues that have the hydrogen water generators. And I know how helpful it is for hydroxyl radicals and hydrogen peroxide yeah. clearance and so forth. But I know that there was otherwise this, I, it would make sense that it wasn't folklore that if you don't cover it and that all that hydrogen water gas is, is just, is dissipating. Is, is that right? Do you, how do you, how do you store it? Or how do you make sure that it's concentrated that you're not having it all, you know, blow off if you will. So yeah. let, let's, let's get the, so there's a thing that I want to go over and, you know, it's people need to understand this about hydrogen. It's, it's explosive. I mean, hydrogen is an explosive gas. Okay but it, it's incredibly beneficial to the body. So one thing that people don't realize with hydrogen is it's the lightest, it's, it's incredibly light. It travels, once hydrogen exits the machine, it travels 50 miles an hour upward, okay? So as soon as it exits, it's literally shooting straight up in the air. And so when it comes to breathing it, you know, you have it, you have it pumping out of like a nasal cannula to breathe, you literally, there's nothing to really worry about because it's, it's going up so fast and dispersing that, you know, the, and it's, and it's below a concentration that would be considered flammable. So there, these devices are incredibly safe to use. The only time there's an issue is if you take like a lighter and you stick it up to the port of the machine. Yes, it's going to go, it's going to make a boom sound, but we have all these like flash black back preventers built in. That's not going to, it's not going to ruin anything. It's just going to, it's just going to make a scary sound. Um, you know, with the water, we're infusing it into the water. It'll actually stay in the water for a good 20 to 30 minutes. And so you have time to drink that water without it raising off and going away. But, you know, realistically, if you, you know, just with ozone, there's, there's obviously slight issues where you have to be, you know, mindful with, but overall incredibly safe therapy. Oh, that's awesome. So Promo Life, the, 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 I guess the wing of your company that does more home-based uh, ozone and hydrogen generators, though, that's a product that's already available, hydrogen gas. That's or correct. Hydrogen... Right. Absolutely. And what I would like, if anybody's interested, I would encourage you, you know, we have a, we have a contact us form on our website where you can actually schedule calls with our sales team. So you can actually, if you want to sit down and discuss how could this be beneficial for me, schedule a call with us. We'd love to chat and love to help you out. I mean, this is what we're here for. And, you know, this is where we've, we've got the opportunity to test all this stuff out, see how it works. Like what I love doing is I love 
making sure my sales staff team gets to use all the equipment. And they, they, they actually, the great thing is they've seen a lot of benefits themselves using it. So, you know, they're believers in the product and they're going to, they're going to be as upfront and truthful with you to hopefully help steer you in the right direction. And, you know, I think that that plays a big role. Like I, I don't like talking to sales reps who, who say they know everything about the product, but have never used it. You know what I mean? Right. You know, right. I like people who actually have actual experience using your product. It's so much more honest. It's so much more, you're going to get a better sales experience in my opinion. For sure. And, and from, from my side of the table, so to speak, like I know that typically you give anyone uh, hydrogen water and, and when they're ready, if they're not, completely in a, a cytokine crazy storm going on ozone and uh, they're going to do well. However, there's always going to be some embers, if you will, that haven't been extinguished. And a yep. lot of the times that has to do with the perfect storm to bias of their life and the mold and the heavy metals and the antibiotics and everything else in between. But then they have these genetic susceptibilities where they don't effectively clear out hydrogen peroxide or they don't slow down activation of their mast cells or they can't recycle their antioxidants or whatever it is, where if you understand those weaknesses and you do a real-time test to see how it's playing out, you, you patch those up, if you will, and not just put water in a bucket that's got holes in it. You patch that up and then you layer on adjunctive therapies like hydrogen water, ozone, and all the different oils that you have, I think it's a really winning combination. Yeah. So we'll have to talk because I, I really think like the nitric oxide is a way to validate that it's actually yeah. doing something. Because people will say, well, I kind of feel better, um, but I, I also want to see it in black and white, or I want to see it objectively, like this is the level now, this is the level kind of thing. We work that way. And I think that's a real good tool. So, do you have something to, to add on that? No, I, I agree. I mean, and I, the, the main thing with the therapies that we offer, it's, it's, a, they're, they're incredibly safe. Like, like even with hydrogen, you know, there's literally zero negative interaction with people who, who do hydrogen. It's either it helps or it doesn't do anything at all. And same with ozone. It's either it helps or it really doesn't do much at all. And that's what I love about these therapies is, but, but the cool thing is most people notice benefit. Like it's not one of those like subtle things, like especially ozone, like you're going to know it's working within the first two to three times of using it, you're going to feel better. You're going to be like, wow, like I feel substantially better. Like, you know, one of the things that I notice when I drink a glass of ozonated water is, wow, I have more energy. Like I do, I, I run and like my, my time gets better. And so I can tell like, it's actually, it's actually working. And that's what I, that's the thing that I think a lot of people miss with a lot of these natural therapies is they're so subtle. And I love about ozone and hydrogen is, it's something you can notice right off the bat. And I think that's so important for people. It gives people the confidence, it excites people, and it and it drives those people to keep doing it so they start even feeling so they start feeling even better. Yeah. In a world of delayed, take forever. I'm not really sure if I'm getting wins, quick wins go a long yeah. way. That's for sure. So oh, all right, yeah. well, I'll yeah. As far as coming to an end here, Tobias, I always like to ask my guests, hey, now that you know what you know now and potentially what you didn't know then, what would you have told the younger Tobias um, some information that would have helped out a little bit quicker in your journey? You know, honestly, for me, um, dental health is probably the biggest thing that I, I think people should be looking at 
early on. You, you've got to focus on your dental health. You know, you might take it for granted, you know, right off the bat, oh, my teeth are fine. Yeah, they probably are. But, you know, that's, that's where a lot of these negative issues start is the mouth. And so, you know, if you look at your teeth, if you start having like lots of cavities, chances are there's something else going on in your body. And so I, I really push people like, you know, you know, let's, let's look at our overall mouth health. I think that's a, that's a window into our, our body as far as what's going on, you know, young me, my teeth are doing pretty good right now. Um, you know, young me, like focus on that, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's really like ozone water is a phenomenal mouthwash, ozonate oils, keeping your mouth healthy, keeping that bacteria down. I think it'll, it'll play such a far, it'll help you out so much later on in life. I mean, look at, look at all the negative things with like, like bacteria in your mouth and how it can infect your heart. I mean, this is a serious thing. Like if you can, if you can really look at your mouth health, I think you're going to be so much better off in the long run. For sure. I agree. And, and coupled with the fact that there's no minerals in our soils anymore, and that used yeah. to be a big source of it. And then the stress of life and where we are these days, we're just demanding our body to have to use oxygen more effectively to be able oh, to yeah. make the, for the stress that we go through. So awesome information. So as far as um, being able to research this on their own or reach out to Promo Life and or Puro3. Um, you were kind enough to give my listeners a discount. So if they use Absolutely. the discount code CAP, I think it's all capital, right? D-R-J-O-E-L, D-R-J-O-E-L. You get um, a discount on the home generating machine and or the, um, the, the different products that you have beyond what we talked about today, yeah. uh, which is really awesome. And yeah, I want to pick your brain sort of off the camera because I have a couple of other questions. But thank you so much for your time today, Tobias. I appreciate all the information you gave us. And um, I, I wish you guys continued and future success because you're on the top of the trend, which is always a nice place to be. I really appreciate the time. And, you know, thanks so much. I feel like you've got a really good grasp on a lot of, a lot of things that we talked about as well. And you know, you sound like you're, you're on top of it. And I, I wish more people were like you as well. So thank you so much. Oh, awesome. Thanks, Tobias. Enjoyed our thank conversation. You. Hey, thanks for tuning into today's episode of your Adrenal Fix podcast, where our goal is really to teach exhausted and burnt out adults the truth about adrenal fatigue so that they can get their energy back quickly. And if you happen to be suffering with your own exhaustion and fatigue based problems and you're not getting answers and you're frustrated and you're concerned and you really want to get back to the things that you're not able to do, then maybe it's time for you and I to book a discovery call. If that makes sense to you or what we talked about makes sense to you, then this is an opportunity for you and I to troubleshoot and figure out what's going on in your body, what's not working, what have you tried, how's it impacting you. Most importantly, figure out where you want to go with your health and why you're not able to bridge that gap. And if I feel I can help you and all the things that you need to be doing, I can recommend to you, I'll let you know. And if I don't know, I'll tell you that too. But my goal is for you to leave this call with a step-by-step -step game plan to learn how to bridge that gap and get your life back quickly. If I feel I can help you, I'll tell you what that will look like to work together. However, there's no obligation to do any further work and there's no charge for the call whatsoever. It's just really a one-on-one -on -one time for you and my team member or myself to get true value out of what's not working with your health and what are you 
missing in order for you to make that next step. If that makes a lot of sense to you, then go ahead and go to www.adrenalfatigueworkshop.com, all one word, adrenalfatigueworkshop.com forward slash apply. Now, spacing is limited and it's a first come first first served basis and you have to be willing to to make that next step to get your health back or at least be serious about it if we feel we can help each other just go to www.adrenalfatigueworkshop.com forward slash apply and i look forward to giving you value and getting you your health back